Hello, and welcome to another episode of Purposeful Pain, the platform where we discuss how your pain has a purpose in your life. I am your host, Pastor D, and I am privileged to come back to you on tonight with another topic um, regarding pain, and that topic is called the pain of disappointment. So before we discuss that, I'd like to jump into a word of prayer before we talk a little bit about disappointment. Father, we thank you and we honor you tonight for what it is that you are going to say. We ask, Lord, that you would speak to the people that are listening. We thank you, Father God, that you have all of the answers. You have the remedy. You know how a thing is going to work out even before we pray for it or ask for it. So we thank you, Father, for this podcast, um, being a help, being a tool to someone who needs to be encouraged on this subject tonight. We say thank you. We honor you in advance for what you're going to do and for where you're going to send this broadcast to. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So tonight we are going to talk about the pain of disappointment. Now, if you are like myself, um, you have also experienced the pain of disappointment. I can think back to countless times and instances where my heart has been broken by way of disappointment. You know, disappointment comes when an expectation um, is failed, uh, when something that you wanted or hoped for or longed for um, within a certain time, maybe you wanted to achieve it. It just didn't happen. And then disappointment begins to settle in. And instead of being encouraged about a venture, because it doesn't happen when you think or feel or even want it to, discouragement begins to set in. How about that mom out there that's still waiting um, for children? It's been promised to her by God that she would be a mother and that she would birth a child, but that thing has not happened yet. Or what about that one who went back to college um, after 40, got the degree, hoped to land that dream job, that purposeful career, only to find that the degree that you are still paying for hasn't yielded the results that you anticipated? Or what about looking um, to marriage, wanting to be married? That's all that you could think about at one point in time in your life was to be the missus to somebody's mister. To have the ring on your left uh, uh, ring finger representing that you were now wifed up. You belong to someone only to realize that there still are no contenders at almost half a century of life. What do you do? with those expectations and those longings and those desires that are good desires that you want to experience and may have even received promises from God that you would, but it just has not manifested yet. I want to share with you what the book of Proverbs says about hope 
being deferred. Do you know that there are scripture in the Bible that speaks to the subject of disappointment? Not only does it speak to it, but I love how the word of God identifies the effects of disappointment, if not dealt with appropriately. So Proverbs 13 verse 12 says it this way. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Now the NLT says it this way, same verse, but it just speaks a little different, more modern, if you will. It says hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. Now, if you're listening to me out there, I know that many of you can remember a time in your life when that thing that you hoped for, you was able to obtain it. That thing that you really desired and longed for in your heart. You know how like when you pray those things in your heart because you don't want to speak it out loud because you don't want no type of demonic interference or, uh, messing with what your prayer is. So you just prayed it and you talked to God about it in your heart. And before you knew it, it appeared. It showed up. God did that thing that you were praying for, longing for, waiting for in your heart. It showed up. But now on the reverse side of that, I want to talk to you about the effects of disappointment and how it produces a pain, an emotional pain inside of us that has the capability of causing us, if not careful and dealt with appropriately and with an appropriate time frame to go into a depression. And to just be discouraged um, beyond repair if we're not careful. So when those things that we desire don't show up in a timely, quote unquote, manner. When the desire to have children, own a business, start a relationship, eventually leading to marriage. um, When that doesn't happen, what do you do? How do you respond to delay? What do you do when that thing that seems like an SOS, an emergency to you because somebody told you that your biological clock was ticking and you needed to hurry up and accomplish or do X, Y, and Z. But that thing didn't quite work out because quite frankly, there are no contenders. What do you do and how do you handle the feeling of being disappointed? One thing that we can do is take those very desires back to God and to give them to him. Because after all, if it is him that gave us the desire to mother a child, be married, start a business, go back to school, surely he is able to bring that thing which he placed in us out of us. But we have to also remember that just because we're on a set timetable, it doesn't mean that God has to abide by our parameters. God is sovereign and he has the last say 
So if anything, we need to yield to his will and his way regarding the matter versus trying to force him or coerce him into moving and working and operating within our time frame. God knows exactly when to deliver a thing to us and when to withhold it. He knows when we are ready to receive the thing that we're desiring. And he also knows the time frame, the time that it will take for us to be prepared to handle it when it shows up. We have to go back to trusting God more than perhaps the arms of flesh that we're leaning on. Sometimes I find that we'll place more hope and expectation in a human being than we will in God. When God is the maker and the creator of the human being. I'll give you an example. I remember a time when I was married and um, I wanted my husband to do something um, that I just wanted this man to do. And no matter how many ways I presented it, this is for all you wives out there. No matter how many ways I presented it, I packaged it. I tried to manipulate the situation for my husband to do and to give me what I wanted. I would find myself upset and frustrated because he did not rise to the occasion like I thought he was going to do. Once I did what I knew to do. And for most times it worked. Also, I recall when I would take that same matter back to God. And I would ask God to turn the heart of the king. Because that's where the heart of the king is. It's in the hands of the Lord. So according to Proverbs 21 and 1, the heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord and he turns it whithersoever way he chooses. I find that when we go to the king of kings, he's able to make the small king do that thing that we're praying about in secret according to his will. So ladies out there, I know that we have ways that we um, can use to get the desired results Yep, sometimes it's manipulation, sometimes it's feminine wiles. We resort, in other words, to the workings of the flesh instead of taking that very thing that's on our heart. Now I'm talking about a a God-given desire, but you know you're married, so you can't just go ahead of your spouse. You've got to move with your spouse. But in the event that he's not ready to hear you or move and you know that God has given you a mandate and assignment before you think about coercing him um, through ways of the flesh to get him to do what it is that you uh, want him to. I admonish you to take it to the king of kings. Take it to God and let God deal with the heart of your king. I promise you. That the results, the desired results, will work out much better than you could have ever imagined, thought, or dreamed of. So disappointment does have a way of working for us and serving a purpose in our lives because it drives us right back to God. It drives us right back to the one 
who is able to get the job done. It drives us right back to hoping in God and creating an expectation in the master again that only he could do. See, hope deferred sometimes also happens not only for delay, but we put our trust and our hope more in man, a man, a woman, than we do God. So let the disappointing factor of that thing work for your good and literally turn your heart back to the one who is able to cause that situation, that desire to be fulfilled. If you allow him to work it out for you and to work through you, the results and the way that he does it and the way that he brings it to pass will be so far much better than we can even think. Another way that disappointment will work for us is according to the book of Romans 8 and 28 that says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to those who called are all called according to his purpose. I'm going to read that again because I want to read it verbatim. I don't want to mess up the word. Romans 8 and 28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. So even though it may be disappointing in the moment, because what we're expecting and hoping for didn't happen when we think or feel that it should happen. Keep hoping in God. Keep believing that the one that gave you the promise is able to bring it to pass. Let that disappointment drive you right back to him instead of to the arms of flesh. See God bigger and greater than even the effects of the disappointment. And let him show you his sovereignty. Let him show you that he's going to use this And the very next thing that comes to disappoint you, and even the next thing that may come, and you are disappointed, let him show you how he's able to make it work for your good. So I hope that you got something out of this on tonight. I believe that it's been a good about 14, 15 minutes of your time tonight. And I ask that if you feel that this is encouraging, if this podcast is helpful, not only to you, but someone else could benefit for it. I ask that you would do and give the gift of simply sharing it to help encourage and brighten someone else's day. God bless you and thanks for listening. Good night.